The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Monday, October 11th, but is it about to be Tuesday, October 12th, because we are recapping Monday Night Football. You may be watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six. You can subscribe there to get alerts. We go live after the Thursday, Sunday, and Monday games. And if we have emergency podcasts like John Gruden getting fired, being, resigning from the Raiders, we also do an emergency podcast for that. That podcast is in the feed if you want to go check it out. We recorded it around halftime of Monday Night Football where the Colts at that point in time were, you know, they kind of threw us a bone because they were beating the crap out of uh, out of the, uh, the Raiders. It was 20 20- but it was 10 to 3 at halftime, got up to 22 to 3 in the third quarter. But the, I mean, the Ravens stormed back, won the game 31 to 25. A thrilling game. Joining me to break it down, Ryan Wilson and maybe John Breach. So we're, we're giggling because uh, we're doing this on youtube.com slash big six, I believe, live. And Breach was on, and then he informed us that he couldn't hear us. So he he bonked out to clean out his earballs, and I, I presume he will be back shortly. But as one of the, the commenters noted, that maybe Breach is just blacked out drunk because uh, the weekend that the kickers had uh, is, is the worst-case scenario for John Breach. There he is. I don't know if he can hear us now or not. But uh, Breach, some of the, the folks were concerned that maybe you were on the ledge because the kicking situation over the last three days. Yeah, I, I mean, it was about to dump off on this podcast and not even show up. You think I my hearing didn't work? No, I was gonna leave. Fra- you might want to work on the phrasing for that. Dump what? off, <laughs> jump off, dump off. Oh, you said you said jump off. I said dump off. I was like, what? You might want to work on your hearing. What do you, you listen? What, what's on your mind right now, Brenton? Is the dog in there again? Um, Go ahead, no. Mitch. I was flabbergasted. I still can't believe what's <laughs> happening. I have three beers in front of me because I can't believe what's happening. Uh, you know, and Rod Rodrigo Blankenship's usually uh, one of the most accurate kickers in the NFL. He's dealing with a hip injury tonight. And you know what? That was just to put, uh, he put the exclamation point on the poop Sunday. It was <laughs> a crap weekend for kickers. And I, I used as many poop euphemisms as I could there. Hey, smash that like button. If you are watching the show, hit the like button. We greatly appreciate it. It lets us know, one, that you're watching, and two, 
it does things with the algorithm or some such. So hit that like button down there uh, by the share button. Oops. Man, checked it just to see who's disliking this. Who's thumbs down again? Just go away. <laughs> like we do it. Uh, smash that like button. Anywho, Colts gag this game with a massive lead, a dagger to Indianapolis, who looked like they were coming on. Carson Wentz, best game since 2000 and the 2019 season? 2018 Easily? or 2019, Debo? He, uh, he was good in 2019. Since 2019 is fair. No, it's mean, probably the best game he's played in, in almost two years. I mean, in five years, career high in passing yards, over 400 yards. Not his best game ever, but in terms of stats, passing yards, highest ever in his career. Wow. Well, Lamar Jackson also set a Ravens franchise record for most passing yards in a game, 442. Lamar was 37 of 43, 442, four touchdowns, no picks. He also ran 14 times for 62 yards, and he became – the only player in NFL history, there have been 4,017 individual games with 40 or more passing attempts. Lamar Jackson has the highest completion percentage, 86 of any of those games. Also, the only player in NFL history to throw for 400 yards, four more touchdowns, and complete at least 85% of their passes. Well, there you go. So... He actually can't throw the football is what we're talking about. Yeah, he is. I mean, yeah, the the crap about Lamar, like the league has figured out Lamar and Lamar isn't a passer uh, stuff that was kind of percolating this offseason looks very dumb. He is awesome. Here's what, here's what Lamar needs to work on. Not fumbling. Everything else he's pretty good at. Yeah. Um, only fumbled once. Yeah, almost fumbled twice. The, the yes, court- yeah, he was down. Uh, also, in this the, game, the, ball, the ball was knocked out is my point. Mark Andrews took over, too. 13 targets, 11 catches, 147 yards, two touchdowns, and Hollywood Brown. Two two-point conversions. Don't forget those. Two two-point uh, conversions. Hollywood Brown, nine catches, 125 yards, and two touchdowns as well, including the walk-off game winner in overtime. Uh, does this say more about the Ravens, now 4-1, and one, or does this do more to damage the Colts moving forward, Wilson? Well, the Colts, we, we need to recognize that they had one-and-a-half cornerbacks on the field by the, yeah. by the last – 15, 20 minutes of that game. So they they were just – it was just duct tape and uh, hope and a prayer. And the fact that they didn't win the coin toss pretty much sealed their fate. But as Breach sort of alluded to at the top here, it was, they had to be at the two-yard line to kick a field goal because otherwise uh, Blankenship and his bad hip were, were a problem. So uh, they were pretty much doomed once those guys started going down in the secondary and Lamar just was picking them apart. And, and Mark Andrews was running wide open. Marquise Brown was running wide open. They both had, as you mentioned, over 125 receiving yards. Lamar Jackson was clinical. Uh, they were so good throwing the ball that the Ravens didn't even get to uh, get over 100 yards, which you know means they're tied with the Steelers for 43 straight games of 100-plus rushing yards. At the end of the day, I don't think Baltimore cares. So I'm not so much – I thought it was an impressive showing by Carson Wentz, and, and I thought that offense did a lot of good things. They were 5 of 10 on third down, the Colts were. They averaged 8.1 yards per play, uh, which is incredibly impressive. They outrushed the Ravens, um, 390 passing yards total. Um, So there there were a lot of positives there, but after Blankenship missed that field goal, that was a wrap. Well, real quick, you said that, you know, Lamar was so good passing the ball that it didn't matter about the running, but that's what the Colts wanted. They literally went into this game and said, we're going to do our best to shut down the rush, which – 
clearly no one's been able to do because you have a 43-game streak of rushing for 100 yards. And we're going to make Lamar Jackson beat us with his arm. And, you know, the strategy was working for three quarters. You go up 22 to three. And then Lamar Jackson had not proven that he could lead a team back like this. We had never seen him do this because when you force the Ravens to throw, they generally end up losing him. And we've talked about how bad his record is when they're trailing at halftime or when they're trailing in the second half. You just don't see these big comebacks. And all of a sudden, Lamar was so accurate out there. And Ron, you made a good point that, you know, Indy's secondary was just battered and bruised. So it'd be interesting to see, you know, they play the Chargers next week. If the Chargers go in all in on stopping the run, they have a good secondary. Is Lamar going to be able to do that? We don't know, but he did it tonight. And if you're the Ravens, you are ecstatic right now because you stole this win. And Lamar Jackson proved that he can throw the football, which, you know, it's, people have still been down. A Bengals fan wish casting like Lamar won't be good or something. No, but let, let me add to Breach's That's point. what happened. You're actually you are actually onto something, Breach, because the biggest comeback in Lamar's career prior to this game was the 11 point game early this year against the Chiefs. Like it wasn't like he. This isn't a thing that the Ravens. And he didn't have. uh, uh, He had never come back for more than one score down before this year. Yeah, you typically speaking with the Ravens when they would get down multiple scores, you don't you don't live bet the Ravens. It's not like the Chiefs, right? Where you live bet the Chiefs with the Ravens, you almost live bet the other team because Baltimore's going to try and throw. It's not going to work. Lamar's gotten better as a passer. He's progressed. Hollywood Brown has gotten better as a receiver. Mark Andrews is a full-time player now. We talked about it on the prop uh, thing where, you know, his, um, you know, his, his uh, usage is way up where his usage is way up, but is also his snaps are way up like 25% almost. So they have a better passing offense now, even if all of the other pieces of the, you know, Sammy Watkins got hurt. Um, you know, Devin DuVernay and, and James Prochet chipped in. They've got, they've got some pieces. By the way, Rashad Bateman still hasn't played yet. He's coming back. Yeah, for sure. I mean, as these other complimentary pieces start to get better and Hollywood Brown morphs into a legitimate, I don't know if he's a wide receiver one, I mean, yeah, wide receiver two with, with Mark Andrews. And this team can really sort of diversify how they attack offensively. And we saw that Um, Lamar had in the second half and overtime, he was 29 of 32 for 355 yards and four touchdowns. Oh, I have 28 to 31 for 331 and three touchdowns. Interesting. Well, I got Jeremy Fowler. That's where I got that from. I got Bill Barnwell. Oh, ESPN on ESPN crime. They got to sort that out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I got it. There's a question in the comments. Why does uh, Wilson always look so bored with Brinson? Because we've been married for 15 years. That's why. I don't look bored. I look like I'm excited with Wilson, right? Yeah. Like I'm coming home from work and you've been at the house all day cleaning around. You want to talk about stuff? How's your day? <laughs> yeah. Where's my okay. drink, lady? <laughs> Woman! Where's um, my drink? Yeah. Give me a cocktail. Uh, so, the Colts fall to one and four. And, oh my God. And, again, watch on YouTube.com slash pick six. Everyone's going to type Benson in the chat to let us know that they're watching fun. <laughs> um, man, I mean, I, you know, the thing about the Colts is that they can still win the division. Mm. Yeah, I guess. I mean, look, the, the, we we sort of talked about it on the recap podcast Sunday night that the Titans aren't very good. They just played the Jaguars, so no one knows. And they lost to the Jets the week before that. So, yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, that's the best. What's the best game that any team in that division has played? And it may have been the Colts game against the Ravens. Yeah, the Colts lost against the Ravens. Yeah. Um, the t- yeah, and there are only two games out of first place. This isn't like uh, the whole season's over because they lost this game. I mean, granted... You know, and the Titans, the Titans beat the Colts, so that's not good. And, and the best win so far was probably Tennessee's win over Seattle. 
but they were down for almost that entire game and needed Derrick Henry to just go. It took a miracle. Just, it just, just like the Colts lost this one in a miracle. So the the AFC South is not, we're back to like three years ago. AFC South. When you're like, my God, the winner of this division is going to get creamed in the wild card round. They're just going to lose. Let me ask you this. If the Colts had won that game, moved to two and four and the Titans are three and two, who do you like to win the division? I would still probably take the Titans, but I think the Colts look like a more balanced team. Yeah, and then presumably the Colts get healthy on defense, and Xavier Rhodes is one of the players that left. He had concussion protocol, I think, is what happened. So, you know, they get some of these guys back. But this Titans team's got to figure some things out, too. But, yeah, so the Colts, that was a win they desperately needed. That that loss obviously hurts really badly, but I think the positives are Carson Wentz looked pretty good, and, and both Debo and Breacher incredibly happy about that yeah i mean and that's the thing though you need a, a huge game like this from carson wentz so that he's comfortable going forward because in, in the big scheme of things what's going to matter for the colts is they play the titans in like two or three weeks you got to win that game so this is going to be a tough emotional loss but you know when they reassess tomorrow they're going to say all right carson looked great out there threw for over 400 yards got us in the scoring position multiple times unfortunately our kicker missed a few kicks but, you know, that's what you wanted to see because Carson Wentz had not looked great through the first four weeks of the season. He looked great in this game. And uh, that makes you feel like if you're a Colts fan or you're in the Colts locker room that you can win the division with Carson Wentz as your quarterback. So listen to this breach. Next, the game's coming up for the Colts at home against Houston at San Francisco. Who knows if Jimmy G will be back? Maybe he will. The Titans game you mentioned is at home for, for the Indy and then the Jets, Jaguars. Uh, so that one, two, three, four, five game stretch. I mean, they could go five and zero. I still say three and two feels like worst case scenario. And and that five games you mentioned, four of the five are in Indianapolis. Yeah, the the right four of those games. Oh, you have to win four of those games. So you're you one have to beat the Texans, Jets, and Jaguars. So you get to five and four, then you have the Bills, Bucks, and that that'll straighten you out right quick. <laughs> it, it feels like if the Titans sweep the Colts, then the division is probably toast. Yeah, because yeah, there's only one team coming out of this division. Yeah. And Do you, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Well, I was going to move on to the Ravens, so I don't know what else you want to add. Well, I was going to say that the odds for that division, which should still be up at... I want Please tell me the Jaguars' odds. I want to see if anyone would bet on that. <laughs> oh, it's plus 7,000. We looked at it. When did we look at it, Brinson? Last night? Was it last? I can't even remember. But the I Texans, mean, the Texans and Jags have the same odds. I was like, oh, no one Texans. is betting plus seven thousand. You have to make it like plus like a seven, yeah, seventy to one. That's not good enough to win that division. They're, would you bet know. plus seventy thousand on it? If it, if it was seven hundred to one to win that division, yeah. Why? Just throwing money away. Like I don't know how big it would have to be for me to even consider it. I bet a dollar on it. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Titans minus four hundred. Colts plus uh, Colts are three hmm. three to one. Texans and Jaguars seventy to one. There's no way the Texans are the same as the Jaguars. Uh, That's what I said. I mean, I, it doesn't make any sense. I like I like the, the Colts have the same record as the Texans, and they're I mean, substantially better. Debo, I'm going to ask you to stretch your muscles here. And um, what is the AFC East? And do you guys think the Colts or the Patriots have better odds? Um, probably the, the Colts. Colts are more likely to win than the Patriots. The Colts definitely have better odds. Plus three ten and plus. Oh my lord! Yeah, dude, they just whipped the Chiefs on Sunday night. Yeah, but this, the Patriots have Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. The Pats are <laughs> Pats are like two and three by the skin of their teeth. 
Yeah, I know. But plus 1,100 is a surprise. Massive wins over uh, over uh, Houston. Zach Wilson and Davis Mills. The Patriots are 0-3 at home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, we're not, this is not a Pats podcast. So Wilson uh, trying to turn it into a let's, Pats Let's podcast. take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Ravens. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. So, yeah, Lamar Jackson only threw for 400-something yards. It felt like he threw for billions, honestly. Like he threw, throwing the ball all over the field. But he did come away with a win, and I—I I mean, I don't—I don't know. Like for me, I, I think that sometimes people take away this larger lesson, like, "Oh man, Lamar Jackson really is good." I, I don't—I never thought—I've never thought Lamar Jackson's not good. So I don't. It's harder for me to get that revelation. He only had three pass attempts at twenty yards or further, but I think that was largely because the defensive Colts play with that—you know—the the. the Hip and two shell, and then they're you know man underneath or whatever sometimes. But he he's had guys running free underneath because the Colts simply could not keep up with his receivers in the second half. Yeah, that's how Tom Brady has played for forty years. So, I mean, yeah. you can complain all you want. The guy was he wasn't throwing wildly, and that was one of the concerns that Lamar wasn't accurate or whatever when he came out of Louisville. He was a little sloppy in the first half. Yeah, but the second half he, he turned it up, and that's what I was going to say. Like I think I actually feel better about the Browns' loss to the Chargers with an injured Baker Mayfield than I feel about the the totality of this Ravens game because, as you mentioned, the first half wasn't exactly a lot of fun to watch if you're a Ravens fan, and they were actually getting run off the field uh, early on there. So it's it's a great win for the Ravens, but I don't know if that changes my opinion in terms of how the AFC North stacks up. Well, and that's the thing is, is again, that's what I was kind of alluding to earlier is what the Colts said on defense was, let's shut down the run. Let's make Lamar beat us with his arm. Well, you know, you can't assume that Lamar Jackson is going to complete 86% of his <laughs> passes every week because it's not just because he's Lamar Jackson, because no quarterback does that. Uh, it took literally the best performance of, of his career to win this game. And, and so that's you wonder what part of this is sustainable. I mean, if you're the Ravens, you are thrilled that Lamar threw that Lamar looked this good throwing the ball because now you feel like all right we can we can put more things in this offense because he can handle everything and I don't think Brinson anybody thought he wasn't good you know, he won the MVP in 2019 I think it was more of a how good of a throwing quarterback can he be and boom I mean we see right here that's that, what I mean I know everybody thinks he's good but I mean I was in a I was, like I was in a group chat and somebody's like Lamar's a liability I was like yeah right the liability. Um, Ravens have the Chargers. Chargers at home. You're, I'm in a group chat with you. No, I said you should quit that group chat since it's someone. Yours is not really a group chat because it's a text thread because you have a freaking green phone like a psychopath. You know what, Brinson? I'm not selling my soul to Apple. 
Okay, sell it to Google instead. The Ravens have three straight games at home. So this will be four games in a row at home. They have the Chargers next week. Then they get the uh, Bengals on October 24th. They are off on a bye for Halloween. And then they have the Minnesota Vikings at home before going at Miami, at Chicago. And that will be their – and then at versus Cleveland at home, their next six games. How do we feel Baltimore – I mean, Baltimore – it's. I feel like they've been a little. Um, I mean, you know, they they've been a little sort of start stoppy coming out of the gates, similar to maybe last year a little bit. But they're four and one and stacking wins. Have a win over the Chiefs. Have a win over the Colts in primetime. You know, if you're Baltimore, I think you feel very good about where you slot out right now in the division. Yeah, first place. So that, I mean, that's that's huge. Because otherwise, <laughs> they would have been. They'd lost that game. They'd have still been in a three-way tie with breaches. Well, that's singles. the funny thing. I was gonna say, if the Ravens lost, the biggest winner was Ben Roethlisberger because we're talking about him left for dead, and he was gonna be one game out of first place. What about this breach? What if the Ravens lose this game because Blankenship makes it? And what if your guy McPherson makes that kick? The Bengals are in first place all by themselves. I know. What a world. And what a world we're talking about. But that world doesn't exist, Ryan. That's how we know we live in your simulation. That's right. Um, but you know, this is a four game home stand. These are pretty rare. You don't really see a team play four straight home games. And, uh, actually only the seventh time this has happened in the past 30 years. And of the previous six times that has happened, uh, five of the teams went four and or three and one. So teams that have gotten four home games in a row have dominated. And if, I feel like if the Ravens sweep this, if they beat the Colts, chargers, Bengals, and Vikings, they're winning the division. I, w- I will just, after that Vikings game, I will log on to my gambling account and bet on the Ravens. Cause those are all decent teams. They would be beating. Ooh, I like the Ravens here. We see the odds on Caesars minus one thirty five to win huh. division. I will take a flyer on the Bengals at plus 1300. <laughs> that, that actually is not a terrible bet, but I like the Browns at plus money as well. Okay, yeah. I, I don't really hate any of those three teams. Obviously, you know, we can't even why see is the Steelers blocked out? Thank you. Diva. Plus <laughs> on the Steelers. Um, I, uh, and you can see this if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six, subscribe, hit the like button. People, if you're watching this video, um, the, I mean, I just feel like the Ravens, I, maybe I trust the Ravens a little bit more in all aspects. The Browns are probably the more complete team. Here's something to look out for that. We just talked about that Colts defense had no one out there for the second half. That Browns defense ain't messing around. So th- those guys are going to bring it. Now, listen, uh, Justin Herbert would like a few words because he, he put up 47 or whatever. But I, I think that uh, that the athleticism, the physicality will be an interesting counterweight to what Lamar Jackson and his breach noted that Ravens office typically like to do, which is run the ball. And I would imagine they, like every other team, would prefer them throw the ball. I mean, they have Derwin James is, is healthy. Um, they have, uh, they drafted Asante Samuel Jr. who's playing well. So So they have some some pieces that that can get after it both secondary and up front and, and I think that's a, that's going to be a tall task once those teams get together. You know one crazy play we didn't talk about from this game uh that really kind of saved was Lamar Jackson's crazy fumble at the 1-yard line. Yeah. That uh it was returned for a touchdown, but nullified because Darius Leonard made an illegal forward pass. You know what's funny? That reminded me of a play, the um, Russ Wilson lateral back in 2017, I think, that was got so much play. And um, Pete Carroll actually talked to uh, 
Neil deGrasse Tyson about it, the, the astrophysicist who sort of is everywhere, the sort of the face of... I think I remember this, Wilson. Yeah, so I looked it up. I buddy Bleep wrote the story for CBSSports.com. But the thing is, if you're moving fast enough in a certain direction, you can outrun the ball and it can still be behind you, but it can move forward. Well, and that's what happened here. That's exactly what happened here. But if you look at the letter of the law, the letter of the law says the ball cannot move forward at all. So physics be damned, it's still a penalty, unfortunately, because yeah. I think that Darius threw the ball behind him. Um, I, I think I think he tried to throw it behind him, but because of the way it, the ball was possessed by the by the the receiver of the Isaiah forward, Rogers Isaiah Rogers in front of where the ball was released by Darius Leonard, and that's what matters. That's right. That's right. But I think I think the, yeah, I think the ball was was a legal uh, lateral. You think it was legal? Yeah, but I, I just, think the intent of it and the way it was thrown was backwards. But the but it's no. Where, I, think the, I think the physics of it is what changed, like the Russ Wilson situation. That's what I'm saying. Like if you go fast enough in a certain direction, like if you're driving 80 miles an hour down the road and uh -huh. you throw throw a ball behind you to the car behind you going 80 miles an hour, that's say 10 feet behind you to the left. That ball's still going to be going. In, you know, so that's going to have forward momentum, so the ball will move past the original well that's because like if you're sitting in a car that's going 80 miles an hour you yourself are going 80 miles an hour right which is what the football is doing exactly so if he's so running I, 20 miles an hour the football is also traveling 20 miles that's an hour. right so i think i think that darius threw the ball behind him but i also think that the letter of the law is the ball can't go past the 25 yard line in this case and, and right. yeah, it, well and it also it hit his it hit his face mask before it dropped into his arms why does that matter well because he didn't possess it until like it caused a delay in in at which point he possessed it. Oh, so like if you bat the ball up and you're 10 yards behind the guy that throws you the ball, you bat the ball up until you get in front of him, you catch it, then it's illegal? I don't, I've never seen anybody do that, so I don't know. <laughs> well, we never saw anyone put the ball twice to last week either, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot of that in the NFL rule book where it, like stuff will, remember uh, some vague parts of the rule book. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, the batted ball out of the end zone, was it the, the at the Lions Seahawks game on Monday yeah, night? Yeah, and, and, and the rule guys come on, he's like, I, I think that's an illegal bat, but I'm not really sure, to be honest. You know, um, the takeaway from that fumble for me was this that Isaiah Rogers is incredibly fast, and Lamar Jackson is apparently the fastest person on the planet, maybe Kyler Murray's fast. He didn't put a bunch of an effort to try to catch Isaiah Rogers. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe he thought the lateral was going to get called back and whatever. That's fine. And I'm actually, I, I feel like Lamar, Lamar had the, I'm going to live to fight another day. Right. Kinda. There's no reason to sprint all the way downfield, possibly get knocked on my butt. And, and then, that. you know, because if the guy scores, you have to turn around and take a snap like two minutes later. So that's he, the first thing he, I noticed. He also would have had to stand up and chase after him. Right. He was, and, he was and, there. He just sort of let up. <laughs> I mean, he was halfway down the field, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm good." Yeah. And again, I I just wanted to see how fast he could run because Isaiah Rogers, I was surprised how fast he was. But I'm with Breach. Like, you don't want your quarterback. I'm fine if quarterback throws interceptions. Don't tackle the guy. You're gonna get hurt. It, it's it's not uh, uh, Andy Dalton. Under <laughs> underrated part of the store of of this game. Underrated storyline from this game. If the season ended today. <laughs> oh God. You know where I'm going with this? No playoffs. If the season ended today. The Philadelphia Meyer, Eagles oh, would oh, have the fifth, the sixth, and the eleventh. Or, or no, excuse me, the tenth overall picks in the NFL draft. The fifth pick coming from the Dolphins, who are now one and four via the Devontae Smith or via the Jalen Waddle trade in, in, in the draft, and the sixth pick coming from Indianapolis, now one and four via the Carson Wentz trade. Um, of course, Indianapolis can still bench Carson Wentz to keep him below the seventy-five percent threshold. 
or the 70% threshold that they make if they're making the playoffs and um, avoid this situation. But if you're Philly, you're pretty happy right now. Yeah, I think so. If the season ended today, three AFC West teams would be in the playoffs and none of them are the Chiefs. Oh, that's a good, that's a fun fact, unless you're a Chiefs fan. Not related to the podcast. What if the uh, Eagles, with their three top 10 picks, drafted three quarterbacks? (laughs) (laughs) And they all stink. (laughs) <laughs> they all they all stay in this class. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you're Philly though, you can get you can really reload your if you come over three t- t- top 10 picks. Like there's you're going to reload your roster too. What positions do you need Debo outside of quarterback? What are the most dire needs on the Eagles roster? Linebacker? Oh, okay, you get one of those. You get that number 10. What else? A little bit more linebacker. You're going to have to rebuild some defensive line depth. Um, okay. You never heard that. secondary and then offensive line is, is aging with Jason Kelsey at center. I, you're not going to take a center in the top 10. Um, There's a good one at Iowa if you want to think about it, but you can find a great cornerback. I'll imagine this. What if you get Derek Stingley, the LSU cornerback and Lamar, oh. DeMarvin Leal is really good at Texas A&M as a defensive lineman. He can play everywhere. And then uh, what'd you say? Uh, oh, a linebacker Christian Harris out of, out of Alabama. I mean that that's actually it's a haul. That would be pretty that's, fancy. That's a haul. Now I think I think that Dolphins pick can certainly and probably will be a top five pick. I do think the Colts are decent and will pick up some wins. I don't think that'll be a top five, top seven pick. And and I kind of maintain I don't think the Eagles are going to be terrible. But I could see it being three in the top fifteen, depending on how the Colts decide to handle Carson Wentz. But if they're competitive like this and We've talked about the AFC South. I don't see them making that move anytime soon. How would you feel about, and I, I'm curious what you guys think as well, would you package, let's say the picks are all in the top 15, not the top 10, would you package those three picks for Deshaun Watson? No. Mm, no. Do no. I know if he's eligible to play? And let's say there are no strings attached. That has, he he been, has he said his name cleared? Or he settled out of court. If he's guilty, he settled out of court and everyone was paid a huge amount. I mean, that's a huge part of it. But if you were to do a deal, I would rather trade future compensation, future first round picks that presumably with Deshaun Watson on your roster, you're a better team and you're trading your own like 20th pick rather than three in the top 15. I wouldn't trade three in the same draft. That's I, I agree with that. That's fair. Yeah. And and look, like we said, it's very possible. You know, the Dolphins and Colts and Eagles all win more games than they currently have won right now down the stretch. You know, the they're gonna get they're gonna get in those division battles. Colts, I mean, you know, the Dolphins get to play the Jets. Colts get to play the Jaguars and the Texans. I don't know who the Dolphins are beating. Yeah, they're Dolphins are pretty good. They're pretty bad. Uh, so they play Jacksonville. Oh. That's right. That's your big win to save Urban's job, if I recall correctly. I don't know. Hey, isn't that this week in, in uh, London? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Leave Urban in London. So, you think he'll take the plane over with him, or what, how's that going to work? I don't know. Maybe he'll fly back by himself. He's going to get Mark Davis to get him a flight home. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on the Ravens in this game? Uh, if Lamar Jackson keeps throwing like this, the Ravens are win the Super Bowl. Yeah. I was going to ask that, actually. <laughs> It was it, how weird was that? It was it was um, like that game was crazy. The whole second half was nuts. Just tons of scoring, wild shootout goes to overtime. But it almost felt as soon as with those missed kicks by Blankenship, 
the block when he when he got blocked and then when he got blocked you're like they're tying this up and then yeah, when he, the, oh, the oh what about the Tavon Young uh, uh 15 yard personal foul there at the end Jack, Jack Doyle yeah Jack that was jammed his head into the ground that was garbage well was, you know what's funny is that we didn't even have to talk about it because they missed the field goal that didn't matter but if the Colts win that game I mean that's the ultimate bonehead play of the entire year I don't care if uh Jack yeah. Doyle hit you in the head it is there's the Colts were left for dead there and you almost saved their season but then it didn't matter because it was the field you know who was more upset than the Colts about that loss that missed field goal Vic Fangio because he wanted to rub it in John Harbaugh's face so <laughs> bad after last week's comments and he couldn't do it um the the other thing about that and I I sort of agree with the stance is if if something like that happens I would like to see the NFL use replay to get like Jack Doyle should have it should have been offsetting penalties Right. Or and, not and that was on just, at all. Yeah. Just so everyone knows that was on a second and 20 play with just under 20 seconds left in the game. The Colts had the ball at their own 38. They were trying to get in a field goal range. Uh, uh, Carson just completed a two yard pass. So it was going to be third and 18 from their own 40. They were not going to get in field they're goal range. They're probably going to run and punt. Honestly. Right. Right. And then go to overtime. And then Young gets called for that 15 yard penalty. All of a sudden they're in Ravens territory. And they're like, oh, all right. Well, we we'll get close to a field goal now. Yeah, and the because they were on the 29, 47-yard field goal, or maybe two or 30, whatever it was. 40, it was a 47-yard field goal. They're not in range without that penalty. So right. I, would, I would like to see the NFL figure out a way to go back and not – I mean, you have replay. It was very clear what happened. Officials are just going to miss that stuff. And go just buzz down and say, whoa, 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 whoa. Pick up that flag. Doyle did something too. Let's just call the dog dogs off. Um Oh, I'm told we are uh, 19 subscribers shy of a very nice milestone. Ooh! So uh, if you could hit that subscribe button in the subscribe. podcast feed, or if you in the, on, the, on the on the YouTube page, excuse me, not the podcast feed, it's right down there. Subscribe. I'm gonna go subscribe on my wife's iPad when I get downstairs too. Brenton, you should do a 10k giveaway, but like where you give away 10,000 pennies. Um, which one is it? I can't do math. It's too late. We've done too many podcasts. It's Monday. Yeah, it's late. Yeah, Brinson. Some of our friends in the uh, in the CBS Sports Podcast family have have been giving away some some items. Do you have anything that you'd like to give away? Um, if we hurt hair we plugs, Breit Debo hair what plugs. Is, uh, what do our friends give away? You know, we got a Jonathan Coachman action figure. Ooh, we have what would know, a Will Brinson action figure look like? Would it be one yeah. of those well, those it? troll dolls that have like the crazy hair? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you could. They definitely have the hair plugs as troll dolls, so that makes a lot of sense. That would be perfect. Let's get a Will Br- and and sometimes he likes to troll people. Yeah, perfect. I mean, it, literally, Will Brinson's mascot should be a troll, but one of the fun trolls, <laughs> or the Brinson bobblehead. Huh? Who was that? Me. My wife got it for me. Didn't really look like me. I'll tell you what. I I got something upstairs. We'll give away. If uh, if we get to ten thousand subscribers, I have to do it tonight. You want to do it? Um, ooh, four, five, six. Nice job. Uh, I love Squid Game. If we if we get to ten thousand, we will give one of the subscribers a Brinson sucks hat. Ooh, oh, that thing. That's we've had a lot of asks for that hat. Yeah, our buddy Lewis made them. I've got a uh, I've got an I suck hat too that was made for me. And a Princeton sucks hat that I've been trying to I leave in my mother-in-law's room whenever she comes to stay because she thinks it's funny. But we will give it to 
A Brinson action figure would have a kung fu grip for crushing toughies. There it is. Bridge is sporting the what could be yours if you hit that. Yo, subscribe. Yeah, you got to ten thousand subscribers. Watch on YouTube. I got the Brinson sucks hat on. The best thing. gift would be letting us fans decide on Ryan's tattoo. Not not wrong. He can approve it. <laughs> ten thousand fans gets to design it. Breach doing it. Yeah, I mean, there's a, that's a perfect giveaway. You're yeah. a perfect giveaway. I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah, I have a Brinson sucks hat upstairs that I will get sent to somebody if we get to ten thousand subscribers. Well, what's the deadline, Diva? We'll get there eventually. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get there, and then beyond, we'll, we'll we have more goals than ten thousand. I'll say that. Yeah, well, obviously. Um, I was at a uh, pumpkin. Or 100,000, Brinson will fly to your house and play checkers with you. Sure. I was at a uh, pumpkin painting thing on uh, <laughs> Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. And, um, Who among us? And uh, it was like a you know, pumpkin painting instead of pumpkin carving with a bunch of kids. And um, I was going to say, did Robbie go or did you use that as an excuse to go? No, he Robbie, Robbie in the car. And <laughs> one of Robbie's friends was like, they were talking about being YouTubers. I was like, I'm a YouTuber. He's like, no, you're not. He's like, prove it right now. So I pulled out open up the Pick Six podcast page. I was like, look, sucker, I'm a YouTuber. He's like, you are a YouTuber. Yeah, it's cool now, punk. There you go. And then you gave him your bobblehead doll. And then I said, yeah, the joke's on you, Brinson, because that kid's going to be the 10,000 subscriber, and he's going to be wearing Brinson sucks hats every time you see him. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, if you, if you are a subscriber and you want to be entered to win the hat, type Brinson sucks in the uh, in the chat. Type it anywhere. Text someone that you don't even know. Brinson sucks and see that could enhance your chances. I wish I looked as handsome as I do in this banner for the Pick Six Podcast YouTube page. Good that. Very good. Did some real work on that one. <laughs> uh, a Photoshop. That was right after you got out of the hair plug day one. <laughs> um, this right. is a good question. Do we think there are more subscribers than the number? Of <laughs> no. Unless they're 800,000 subscribers, we are not. So we introduced that about 18 months ago, I want to say. Like, I feel like it was a pandemic introduction. Well, we got the Roadcaster during the pandemic, I think. Right. So factor in about 600 shows, five per show. Yeah, he's actually been a little light today, Devo. (laughs) (laughs) He's at a dunk on. Dixie-doo, dunkaroos. I was just dunking for for nothing. Yeah, the dunk, but no, dunk one's not broken. Uh, we need, you know, we need some new dunks. Um, I want to get, uh, I want to get, I wish, I wish we could get uh, Kevin Harlan to give us a custom dunk. We would do that. Okay. Boy, there's a lot. I remember the pod pre dunk button. Yeah. Man, people think I suck, huh? There you go. <laughs> oh my god! Can't vote on this. Debo's in a carpet hey, tunnel trying to get this. Says your account's been permanently disabled. <laughs> Look at this. Oh my gosh. Debo's going to carpet tunnel putting up all these Brinson sucks. The most I've thing. ever, this is the first time I've ever spelled it Brinson instead of Benson, too. So it's like a double, it's like a reverse insult. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I mean, this is a, this is the gift. You just get this on a loop. It's called boomerang on the, guys, 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 guys. This is sad. Um, Sweet mercy. Uh, no, yeah, okay. Yeah, how are we not sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts? That's a good question. I'm actually sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts on um, my Toucher and Rich radio hits on Tuesday mornings, but I don't get any money for it. That's, that's cool. All right. Sounds like a hell of a 
Hell of a deal for me. I was like, oh, I'm sponsored by Starbucks, except I give them money and they give me coffee back. <laughs> yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm sponsored by Nike. I paid them a lot of money to wear Nike clothes. They're, they're like, <laughs> Bill's brought to us by Dunkin' Donuts. I was like, did you you sold my weekly spot that I don't get paid for? Like, that is correct, sir. Yeah, they're like, yes, obviously. We'll be calling you four minutes before you're hit, so just hold tight. No, they, yeah, they know. That's a, oh. Just ask for a Dunkin' gift card. You don't even need real money. A Dunkin' gift card is as good as cash. The place is delicious. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, we got a John Gruden emergency podcast feed, podcast show in the feed. Check that out. And thanks for watching. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening. We get to ten thousand subscribers, we'll give somebody a Brinson sucks hat. Talk to y'all later. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.